Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous and wonderful Thursday morning. Hope everybody slept well last night and ready to get your day a hopping and a going. So appreciate you tuning in and uh, joining me for this morning's live devotion. Let's see what we have this morning. Got Miss Amy Oaks Turner, Tracy Little, Brandy Boyd Young, Karen Smith, Debbie Jackson Sub, Eric Casey, Darlene Barker. Appreciate you all taking the time out of your day to tune in this morning. All right, my friends, let us at this time do our Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Had a few more people tune in here. Let's see, we got Jennifer Honeycutt and Kelly Jeanette Swift. Thank you for tuning in. And uh, you know, thank God we get to say this wonderful and beautiful pledge uh, this morning and praise God for it. Hello, Angel Dixon. And, uh, you know, it's uh, our, our country, it goes without saying, needs prayer. And uh, it's, uh, you know, sometimes you don't think it's going to get any crazier and they find a way to do it, you know. And uh, he's talking the big thing this morning is how they're uh, back in August uh, they uh, busted uh, the, the, where they were, the um, uh, I don't know, it was Homeland Security, whatever, or DHS, I don't know. But anyway, um, they were flying in at midnight when everything was closed, these illegal immigrants, putting them on buses and shipping them out. And the guy's own admission is that the government is betraying you. And uh, that's a sad situation to know that our own government does not have our best interest at heart. Remember, guys, this comes down to power. That's what they want. Why do you think they're pushing to have these illegals to be able to vote without identification? You know, you have to show a vaccine card to, to get in somewhere, but you don't have to show identification to vote. And uh, it's all about power. They're pushing us into socialism in a major way. And this whole uh, uh, fiasco with Russia and, and uh, the Ukrainian border, as if they're showing interest in it, they care less. They don't care about our own border. They don't care about that. It's just a power move if they do anything. Uh, you know, he may be like Obama who drew the line in the sand and it's like the kid stepped over it. He draws another line. You know, they don't take uh, what this moron has to say seriously at all. And uh, so we're vulnerable right now, that's for sure. And then, you know, you talk about race. Uh, they wanted to, Biden has made it a point that he wants to have a uh, black female supreme justice. I ain't got a problem with that if there's the proper qualifications for that individual to be in there. I mean, if there's a waiting list of, of individuals, then fine. But uh, to place someone in there based solely upon their race and gender is really illegal. You're not supposed to do that, you know. And I don't give a rat's derriere what color you are or what your gender is. If you're qualified for the job, then you get it. But to place someone on solely based on those two things is wrong but basically when you see diversity it's just another way of saying we don't want a white person that's basically what it boils down to like it love it or lump it that's just the 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 the, the stinky of it all so but anyway you know my god friends like i say it is um, our country needs prayers we need to turn this country back around to put the eyes back on god but uh, unfortunately, uh, things are going to have to get worse before they get better for Christ's returns. And that's why we need to be prepared. We need to be ready. And so let's look at our verse this morning. At um, We're looking at Romans chapter 8, verses 12 through 14. So then, brothers, we are debtors, not to the flesh, to live according to the flesh. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. 
But if you, but if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For all who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. All right. And as me dear old Pappy always says, bless this reading, the hearing of it to our hearts. And uh, basically what we're looking at here in a nutshell, more or less, is uh, that we need to put to death our sins. We need to find the um uh, you know you kind of heard the old saying kill your tv you know because of the craziness on there in fact uh years ago i remember a guy used to come to church as he had actually had that sticker in the back of his car to kill your tv and there might be a lot of truth in that you know uh you know, that may sound a bit extreme but some of the garbage that's on there probably wouldn't be too bad of an idea but we need to kill our sins uh, i think that we do not understand or want to look at the reality of how egregious and horrible and despicable our sins are in the eyes of God. We're too busy trying to justify it. We're too busy trying to explain it away. And, uh, you know, and it's easy to do when you sin and mess up. Well, Lord, I, uh, you know, who, well, how else would I react in that situation? Or it wasn't my fault and it was this other person or whatever it may be. You know, it's it's very difficult, and it's uh, you know an area that we all struggle in. You know, as, as I've told y'all before, I have to really work hard on my temper. I have a very bad redneck side that I have to really rein in. You all have no idea how bad I have to rein that in, and uh, road rage in particular. I have a tough time with it, and I don't like smart aleck people, and I just it's tough guys i really have to pray i mean i just i have to really stay in prayer constantly lord take that away take that rage take that anger take it away i don't want it i don't you know and the devil knows those weak areas and he knows how to use people to press those buttons to get that to come out and for you to hurt your testimony hello terry Eric webb but to hurt your testimony and whether you know that's a, a weak area of my life and uh, among many others it's not like that's the only one but that's just one of many as uh, i'm sure most of you have your own areas that you have to deal with and um, and i think a lot of it you know i think a lot of people right now and again this is not a justification this is not trying to uh, make light of a of a sin but I think a lot of people right now, their their anger and temper is at an all-time high because everybody's fed up. They're fed up with our government. They're fed up with these shots, these masks. They're fed up with uh, all this stuff that's going to socialist, you know, the agenda that's out there. I think a lot of people are just mad and they're angry. And I think that's one reason why a lot of people are just lashing out. But we've got to try to have that area of self-control. And self-control is not always easy. As you can see, I like to eat. <laughs> and so, you know, sometimes self-control don't always come as easy as it should. And that's an area that we have to work on. And uh, so we, we have to remember that um, uh, it's it, the deeds of the flesh. That's our old nature. That's our old us that we have to put away. Remember, that's been nailed to the cross. We are a new creation in Christ Jesus, and we need to act accordingly. Uh, you know, you don't want to be, you don't want to get to heaven and, and, you know, like the old saying is uh, to be weighed and to measure and to be measured and to be found wanting. You know, I want to be weighed and measured and I want to hear well done, good and faithful servant. And I don't want to be found wanting. And um, so we want to make sure that we are doing that, that we are, are striving hard to die of self daily. And uh, it's not easy to do, to put away those old ways, those old ways of thinking, our old attitudes, and put on that new creation of Christ Jesus. And, uh, you know, it's like I said, there's a lot of uh, old me that still wants to bleed through. 
and it makes it hard sometimes. Uh, you know, that's why I always pray, Lord, every day, fundamentally change and transform how I look, see and perceive things. Uh, one, so I don't look like such an idiot. <laughs> and two, so I can be have a close relationship with Christ. I don't want to have anything that's going to impede that relationship. I don't want anything that's going to interfere with that. And that's why we have to work very, very hard to make sure that we are crucifying the flesh uh, to the cross and that we understand the horrific consequences if you do not kill sin. You know, again, we don't want that uh, uh, that separation uh, between us and God. And if, if that, that sin is left unchecked, if you don't turn that over to God, and if you don't turn your life over to God, of course, you're going to spend an eternity in hell. And that's something you have to really re- remember. I think a lot of people think that it's our good works. It's not our good works. You know, I've heard people that literally say, uh, boy, I hope I can. I'm good enough to get into heaven. Who sit in the congregation every Sunday, and I'm thinking, I don't, I don't understand. Have I not explained something right? You're never going to be good enough. The only way you're going to get into heaven is if is confessing your sins and accepting Jesus Christ, your personal Lord and Savior. Just because I'm a pastor, don't make me perfect. Just because I'm a pastor, don't make the, doesn't mean I don't sin. Just because I'm a pastor, doesn't mean I don't have my own problems and things that I have to work on just as very much as you do. And those are areas you are going to have to look at every day and say, Lord, where do I need work? You know, where it start, you know, you may have a list, you know, I can write a list of areas I need work in, but start with the most important first and work your way down and try to put away those things and focus on the things of the Lord and watch those areas that you're weak in. That's why I hate driving. I get to, well, I hate it. I dread the thoughts of getting on a, in a car and driving anymore. I really do. I, uh, uh, Brandy says, you think everybody's just out to get you. It's not that I think everybody's out to get me. I just, I, uh, personally, I just get tired of smart Alex, you know, and, uh, people who just, you know, I, I don't think they have any other agenda out there than to try to make other people miserable. I mean, I really do. And so I have to really, really work on that, uh, to overcome, uh, that sinful nature, <laughs> that we are are all born with you know we're all infected with that uh, uh, disease of sin you know and we have to really fight that that's why we wrestle not with flesh and blood we have to it's a spiritual mental and emotional battle that we have to encounter each and every day it is a battle that you will be in every single day it's not a matter of well i wonder if i you know how you know if i'm going to have an attack by the devil today you, know, you will it's not a matter of if it's it's going to happen it is up to you to be prepared and be aware and ready for those attacks when they happen and uh you know and when you look at sin how it destroys life how it can affect your eternal destination you know so many people are consumed with sin that they don't let me realize the serious nature of it and what's going on and that's why we have to really work hard uh to put away uh, those areas that we are weak at. You know, there was a, a story has uh, been June of 1977. I know it's a long time ago. It's hard to, hello, Carol Dunn. Uh, I know it's hard to, you know, I, I still keep believe I'll be 50 uh, December of this year. This doesn't seem possible. But nonetheless, uh, this guy, uh, he had a, uh, uh, he was a baron. Uh, I don't remember his name. But anyway, he had a two-year-old lion. Okay, I don't know who who keeps a lion as a pet, but you'd be surprised. Just like the lunatic, I don't know if you ever saw on uh, uh, Discovery Channel, whatever, this guy, he, he thought he could talk to bears, and he had this kinship with bears. Well, he got he he, he those bears loved him all right. They got into his tent and ate him. All right, they they killed him. You can't do that with wild animals. But anyway, in this story that I'm trying to tell you, is that uh, he tried to get uh, his pet lion to go into the bathroom. 
and the lion did not want to go. And in fact, uh, that night uh, he leaped onto his master and took his claws and ripped him to death and killed him. And that's kind of like what indwelling sin is. It is, uh, you know, it may seem like no big deal at first, might even seem nice at first. But next thing you know, it's, uh, if you don't kill your sin, it's going to kill you. All right, does that make sense? Hopefully that story kind of got through to you, though. So to kill our sin, all right, one thing that we have to do is we see in verse uh, 13 here um, that uh, uh, to live according to the flesh, for if you are according to the flesh, you will die. But if uh, by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, all right? And um, Jennifer said having a blue healer is very similar to owning a lion. <laughs> I don't doubt it. Those are hyperactive dogs, big time. You know, when you've been around one of the, I love those dogs. They're beautiful dogs. In fact, I loved, I told Jennifer I'd love to have a blue healer, but uh, beautiful dogs. But um, uh, Mike Kinsey says the, the SCOTUS pick will be the most liberal socialistic nominee ever. If they can pack the courts, they'll put a nuclear warhead on the bench. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's all. That's definitely what they want to do. They want to make uh, uh, their nominee as liberal as they can so they can push their agendas for sure. So thank you, Mr. Hensley, for those uh, wise words there. But um, uh, but so what to Paul? What, what to Paul? What to Paul? <laughs> So what does Paul mean when he says, but if by the Spirit you're putting to death the deeds of the body? All right, let's take it phrase by phrase. First, by the Spirit means to rely on the Holy Spirit or to trust in His power. The Holy Spirit is not a tool that we use, but a person whom we trust. There is a mystery in that we are responsible to trust and obey, and yet it is the Spirit who gives us the power to trust and obey. So when you look at the Holy Spirit, that is what is known as the parakletos, the third person of the Trinity that helps us and that to overcome those weak areas of our lives. And that's why it is only through Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit, to help us to hit that head on and to overcome those weak areas that we deal with. So we see, as uh, Paul puts it in Philippians uh, 2, 12 through 13, So then, my beloved, just as you have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God who is at work in you, both to will and to work for his good pleasure. So basically, my friends, is what we're looking at here is that uh, uh, those deeds of the body, those deeds of the flesh uh, that, uh, that um, uh, should not reign in our mortal bodies. We should be ab abhorred by it. We should be sickened by it. And there's no small sins or big sins. It's all sin in God's eyes. And we need to confess that. That's why I pray every day, Lord, if any sins that I, I don't know what I'm kicking over here, any sins that I have committed, past, present, future, you know, anything, uh, sins I'm not even aware of, please let me confess that now. I don't want anything that's going to, to cause any kind of division between me and God. And I want to confess that daily. And, I, and, and the, the extreme side of that, there's people who think they can lose their salvation every time they sin. I've, I've talked to people uh, who uh, have come to the church say, well, I pray that prayer of salvation every day. And I'm like, no, you don't have to do that. If you've had prayed and accepted Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior, that's a one-time done deal. You don't have to keep praying that over and over. You've accepted Jesus Christ in your heart. If you understood that, that's not going to change. And because you mess up, God's not going to kick you out of the Lamb's book of life. He's not out to get you. 
as any loving parent is. You know, my kids mess up. I, I might get mad at them, but I don't, I don't quit loving them. I don't kick them out of the house. And, and for those of us who are weak, we can do those kind of good things. How much greater can Jesus Christ do for us? So we understand that we need to confess those sins and ask for forgiveness. And it may seem like a vicious circle of, of, of sin, forgiveness, sin, forgiveness. And you just feel like, man, I feel like I do the same thing over and over. But at some point, you're going to have to get to the point of, of trying to really rely on God and avoid those areas that are going to cause you to trip up. You know, if you are an alcoholic, then don't go by the liquor store that's going to tempt you to uh, stop by every day or hang around certain people you know is going to be drinking or partying. I mean, just common sense, stay away from those areas. If you have a weak area in your life with pornography, then you need to put parental controls on there, have an accountability partner, and work that out so you're not tempted to, to go down that path or whatever it may be to try to work that out so that you're not tempted, that you're putting that away, you're making effort. Uh, in your life to change those things. But we need to d- discipline ourselves. We need to uh, uh, make sure that we're, we're cutting that out of our lives, that we're asking for deliverance and that we flee from temptation, put our mind on the things of the Spirit, not on the things of the flesh. First uh, Corinthians 2, 9 through, 9 through 13 says, the things of the Spirit refers to the many wonderful truths and promises God revealed to us in His Word. And spending time daily in the Word, spending time daily in prayer, and, uh, and just walking each day with dependence upon the Holy Spirit, trusting in God to get you through that. So, you know, like on the old Andy Griffith show, uh, uh, when they were leaving uh, the church, uh, the party fell asleep, and the he, the pastor he went out to shake the pastor's hand, and he said, "You can't say enough about sin, pastor." <laughs> and you have enough, you have a clue what he's talking about. Well, today we're talking about sin, and you can't say enough about sin. So try to cut that out of your life, and the only way you can do that is your true dependence upon Christ each and every day. So let us pray. Dear Father, Lord, we just thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you so much for this wonderful day. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Lord, help us to confess and profess those sins each and every day. Help us to overcome those weak areas of our lives. Help us to be strengthened and emboldened. Help us to depend upon you truly each and every day, Lord. Help us, Lord Jesus, to strive for that mind of Christ. Help us have a closer a relationship with you every day, Lord Jesus, and put away the things of the world and let us strive, Lord Jesus, to please you in thought, word, and deed. Lord, is anyone watching or listening this morning that doesn't know you, let us pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, I just want to lift up so many people that I have seen not only in our church, on social media, uh, my Uncle Terry and so many who are battling COVID and COVID-related symptoms. And Lord, I pray that you bring healing upon them. I pray that you be with Lester Jenkins, that his procedure will go well tomorrow. And Lord, I just pray that uh, you'll be with those who have lost loved ones recently, to bring healing and peace to them. Be with our sister in Christ, Ginger Hood. Lord, I pray that you bring healing and good test results for her. And Lord, I just pray that you'll be with Larry and Donna Knight and be with all my brothers and sisters in Christ today, Lord, as we're going out and coming in. Keep them safe and well. Be with my daughter and son and wife, all those who are going to work and school. Would you put a hedge of protection about them? Keep them safe and well. Lord, help us to please you in all we do. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, my friends, I appreciate you all for tuning in for another day of uh, devotions. I do hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last. Why? Say it with me, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching, and God bless.